Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Focus Football Podcast, the CSS DFS version. Today's show is presented by Geico. Switch to Geico. See all the ways that you could save. Me, Mike Clay, and our buddy Al Zeidenfeld joining us all the way from Los Angeles. Al, I got a real quick question for you. Do you mind? No, shoot. Earlier in the show, on the season-long show, I'm, yeah. I had this uh, statement. I said, this kid just keeps hanging around, hanging around. Yeah. He's got alligator blood. Yeah. Can you tell me what that's from? Pay that man his money. Pay that man his money. Okay, he so beat he knows. Me. Straight up. That's from Rounders. Yes, thank you. I know this mm-hmm. because I was already told the answer. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> I would not have known that. Because I don't get references. Al, so great to have you on the show, as it always is. What's it like out in Los Angeles for those of us here in the uh, Northeast, where it's 35 degrees and freezing cold? So it's freezing cold out here, too. It's like 61 degrees. Oh, <laughs> I'm moving there right now. Can we host the CSS DFS podcast from Los Angeles? Yes, I that? think. From okay. Al's basement, I we should be that. able to do that. Yeah, we're a live show. We're doing, yeah, we're doing a live show in Al's basement someday. That sounds like yeah. a plan to me. CSS DFS live show would be dope. Yeah, we're doing it. All right, week 12 recap. Mike Clay beat me, but most importantly... The FF Oracle, 195.86. Congratulations to you bringing down the number one spot in our mm-hmm. tournament on DraftKings. Mike, you are up nine to three. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes and, and Travis Kelsey did not come through for me last week. It was a tough one, but you had a number of really good calls. We talked about it. One of them being mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson was pretty great last Yeah, he week. was good. More to come on him. More to come on him. Join our free league over at DraftKings. Mm-hmm. It's free to enter with $1,000 in prizes. Follow at Mike Clay NFL and me at Daniel Dopp on Twitter. You can also follow at Al Zeidenfeld on Twitter. We will tweet out a link to the league. Also, before we get any farther, in case you want to follow more of what Al does, because Al, you do more daily fantasy than just what we do here on CSS DFS. You can follow him at smizzle.tv slash links, where Al, you've got a plethora of stuff for people to be able to come find the other content that you do. 100%. They can go click on a whole lot of things in that link tree. Smizzle.tv slash links has all of my social medias uh, and everything else. There you everything go. else. Love it. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's get started with our week 13 slate. Starting at the quarterback position like we always do. Mike uh-huh. Clay and Joe Burrow. Yeah, I'm going to talk about some guys I'm paying up a little bit for, right? Okay. Uh, top of the top of the barrel, but a, a few guys like that. So I'm going with Joe Burrow at 6,900 here. Sixth in pricing at quarterback. Probably just a little bit too low. Look, he's 16 or more fantasy points in 10 of his 11 games this season. We're talking cash quarterbacks. Having that floor yep. is terrific. 23.3 DraftKings points per game this season. That's just a really solid number. And it comes from a combination of things. Look. He's top five in pass attempts, completions, yards, and touchdowns. He's also top 12 in all quarterback categories, including four rushing touchdowns. So he's adding more value in that department this season. Uh, On top of all that, they're playing the Chiefs. They're going to have to throw it more than they normally would, barring a surprising early game lead. The Chiefs struggled against quarterbacks. Ninth most fantasy points allowed, the second most touchdowns with 22. And check this out, okay? So if you split it up between basically when they faced QB1s and when they haven't, Look at the production they've allowed. They've allowed at least 19 fantasy points to Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, right? This the good quarterbacks they play. That's where Burrow fits, right? 19 yep. or more fantasy points to all of them. The guys, they are the quarterbacks they've held below that number, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Ryan, Bryce Perkins, uh, Malik Willis. So which category does Joe Burrow fall in? 
the 19 plus one, right? Yep. He should be able to pay off this $6,900 value pretty easily this week. And we also expect him to have a full complementary of his wide receivers here as we think yeah, Jamar Chase yes. is going to be back, which that is huge. Certainly helps, yes. Certainly helps. All right. Outside of Joe Burrow, Al, which seems tough because taking on the Chiefs, a lot of points going to be scored in that game. A lot of double stacking potential, it feels like. Which direction would you go at quarterback if you were looking for a tournament play this week? Well, I think that you can, I mean, Joe Burrow's price is nice, but I can go $300 to 7,200 and pay for Justin Herbert just a little bit. And then he's got a matchup against Las Vegas, which is one that we want to attack pretty much. Oh, every week. Like they're, they're like the West lions. It's not oh. quite Coors field, <laughs> but it's the lions of the West is what we're looking at here. So Herbert has completed 75% of his passes over the last two weeks. It's funny how that kind of correlates with Keenan Allen coming back, right? Mm. He gets more talent on the outside. All of a sudden, he looks like a much better passer. And I mentioned that matchup with the Raiders. He has multiple touchdown passes in all five of his career games against the Raiders and three plus in the last three. Hey, that seems pretty good. If you can throw three three or more touchdowns in three of the last three games against that team, Mm -hmm. Justin Herbert also, just like Joe Burrow, who we just talked about, hopefully getting his full complement of wide receivers. Hopefully Mike Williams is healthy. But now that Keenan Allen is back, like you just Mm said, Al with Josh Palmer and Gerald Everett and Austin Eckler, this is the right time for Justin Herbert to be able to get Mm -hmm. healthy here. And we've talked about this. The Raiders just every week give up, except for Russell Wilson week one time, just get crushed by quarterbacks. That's a good spot. Other quarterbacks that we like, if Justin Fields plays Mike Clay, $7,400 taking on the Green Bay Packers. We also like Aaron Rodgers, 5,800 against Chicago. And Trevor Lawrence, Mm $5,900 taken on the Detroit Lions. His passing yardage has increased in three straight games last week. He hit the 300-yard bonus uh, for the second time this season against Baltimore. And now, guess what? He plays the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought, about, I thought about going oh, that bad. direction. But uh, 1,000 more to get to Burrow against the Chiefs. I couldn't pass on that. Yeah, there's going to be a lot, a lot of points scored yeah. in that Chiefs game. All right, let's talk about some running backs. Seems really obvious. Josh Jacobs, period, put him in your lineup? Yeah, I'm going to say so. Okay. Uh, he just had last week, you know, not 30 points. Not, not 40, 40 point. points. How about 51 Point three points last week at DraftKings. Unbelievable. If you put him in your lineup, you won. Yes. You had a great week. That's yep. all you needed. That's that's uh, unbelievable. So 39 touches in that game. Oh, he's questionable too. Coming in, just had 39 touches, 303 yards, two touchdowns. We're keeping an eye on his status. He is limited in practice this week. And who knows? I mean, sometimes guys make it through games and they do miss the next one. It's possible. So keep an eye on that. But uh, right now, looks like he'll probably go. Uh, sixth in pricing at running back for the guy that's the in some scoring is QB1 or RB1 this season. Yeah. He's at least RB2 in all formats, at least 27 touches and 100 yards in three straight games, 20 or more touches, 20 or more touches in eight of his last 10 games. I mean, the guy that is volume. getting a ton of volume. And of course, the matchup is outstanding. We pick on the Chargers run defense all the time. Top five in yards, touchdowns and fantasy points to running backs that are allowing 5.6 yards per carry to that position that is worst in the NFL. So great matchup, great volume, great player. Everything's set up nice. And the, again, 7,900, the price is not too bad. Sub 8,000. for a question here? Of course you can, yeah. Al. Long-time listener, first-time caller. In <laughs> the case that Josh Jacobs, who is not practicing all week, does not play, let's say he can't make it through pregame warm-ups, mm-hmm. are we on Zamir White at 4K, or are we on Amir Abdullah at 4,600 on draft? No. Which one do you think? <laughs> I, don't think I, I don't think we can. I mean, Amir Abdullah has Cash. one carry this season. Yeah. And yeah, mm-hmm. especially in, I mean, you know, he's what, 95 snaps played, eight, 93 of them are, are passes, which is yes. an astronaut. I know he's their passing down back, but that's still an astronomical number. So he'll be involved. Brandon Bolden will get some carries. It could be six to 10, sure, maybe a couple targets. Samir White may get 10 to 12 carries, but he's been a healthy scratch at times, right? So 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have Britton Brown on their roster, who no one knows who that is, but he's this you know I've special teamer. He was in inactive last week. He could be involved, and who knows? Maybe he's like Zonovan Knight and has 15 carries. Like we just don't know for sure. But they will use a bunch of backs. Josh, and this was our an- analysis in the offseason on Jacobs was like, this is why we like Jacobs on the pod, right? Because we're like, yeah, everyone's like, hey, he's buried and he's going to be in a committee with who? Like they didn't have real competition for him, right? And that that has played out that way. So I think they're, they're just going to use a lot of guys. And we can't trust any of them in, in cash, at least. You throw a dart in a tournament, of course. Of course. But, of course. Yeah. On the other side of that game, Al, you talk about a pass catching running back in Austin Eckler. And uh, this is supposed to be a super high scoring game. Do you like Austin Eckler on the other side of Josh Jacobs? Uh, yeah. Okay. And I like, (laughs) (laughs) I like running back. I always target targets, right? Specifically at running back because they're worth so much more expected fantasy points versus an individual carry. So if you give me like that Alvin Kamara usage that we always talk about 12 to 15 carries with six, seven, eight targets, that's what we're looking for. Right? So he's not exactly getting to that every game. He had five, uh, rushing attempts last week, but he had 15 targets that adds up. He's on pace to break the single season reception record at running back, which CMC said, I believe in 2019, he's absolutely a monster. There's five players in the league that have seven or more catches in seven or more games this year. Tyreek Hill, Steph Diggs, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, and Eckler. Like he's putting up this ridiculous season specifically for DraftKings scoring, PPR scoring. Uh, Why would you not play him against a team like the Raiders who just give up a ton of points? He correlates well with Justin Herbert too. So you can you can use him in stacks. I typically cut off my running back usage with quarterback stacks because I'm typically trying to leverage off of running backs when I do that. But if you have a running back that's getting over 15% of the target market share, I'm fine correlating them with a quarterback in a double stack. Yep, which makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. And I know you've said that all season long. Al, Alston Eckler, one of the few running backs that you can do that with with a quarterback. A couple other running backs that we like here on this week 13 slate include Joe Mixon at $7,100 taking on Kansas City. Travis Etienne, 6,400, Mike, taking on the Mm -hmm. Detroit Lions. Damian Pierce, $5,900, taking on Cleveland. The Browns are not good at stopping the run. Nope. A little bit of concern about potential game script, but again, a ton of volume here. I know you talked about this on the season-long show, and $5,900 is really cheap for Damian Pierce and the volume that he's getting. Aaron Jones, also $6,900, taking on the Chicago Mm -hmm. Bears. Yeah, it looks like Etienne should be healthy, good to go for this one, and yeah, I do expect a a Pierce bounce back game. He played two tough run defenses in a row. The price is under 6K. I like him. Like him. You know, Geico asked, how would you love a chance to, to save some money on insurance? I would. Well, of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with your homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, an easy-to-use mobile app available 24-hour roadside assistance and more. And Geico is just an easy choice, guys. Switch today. See other ways that you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. All right, for wide receivers. Mike Clay, mm-hmm. last week, you said, hey, Garrett Wilson's an option that you could potentially play. And then Garrett Wilson, I think, had five catches for 95 yards mm-hmm. and two touchdowns. Is that accurate? That sounds right. Yeah. Sounds about right. So he did pretty well. Would you trust him again maybe this week going up against Minnesota? I would. Okay. And he is my value play at wide receiver this week. Still just 5,300, 24th in pricing for a guy that's really a borderline top 20 play on the, the full slate. Obviously, this does not include every game. DraftKings doesn't trust Mike White is what this tells me. Uh, I guess so. I guess so. I mean, look, Wilson has been very inconsistent all season long. He's had... Uh, he had a good start. He had a big lull there, but he's been much better as of late. At least seven targets, 92 yards, and 17 fantasy points in three of his last four games. To your point, had eight targets and two touchdowns in his first game with Mike White, who looked like he injected at least 
some life into that offense. And yes, you could say, well, Zach Wilson had a tough schedule and they had an easier game last week. Well, it's an easy game again this week. They're playing Minnesota. They've allowed the most fantasy points over expected to wide receivers this this season. The second most catches, the second most receiving yards, the second highest yards per target, the second highest completion rate to receivers. Wow. So uh, it's been rough. Rough. And uh, (laughs) Garrett Wilson is the number one receiver at just 5,300 in this offense. So I love him at this price point. And the number one wide receiver, and it's really not even close. I know Elijah Moore got in the end zone last week, but like it's not between those no. two wide receivers. It is clearly he's in Wilson. the slot. He's the essentially their their third receiver. Their their when they have eleven personnel on the field, he had two targets and played twenty one snaps in that game. Did Elijah Moore? So he's not even second. He's third. Corey Davis is the two. So yeah, no, uh, not not worried about Elijah Moore. Maybe he'll play more. It's possible. Maybe they ramp up his usage and they throw to him more. It could happen. But uh, Garrett Wilson is their one. All right, Al Zeidenfeld, I appreciate what you're about to do here, as usually you pick guys that are taking on the Detroit Lions, but instead we're going to talk about Amon Ra St. Brown on the other side of this Jaguars game. Lions this week, I am also going to be picking some Lions this week because that is one of the highest total and fastest paced games on the week. And the Mm -hmm. Sun God has five straight games with eight plus targets. He is also leading the league with 26 catches over the last three weeks. I think that he's going to have a run in similar to last season where he had this ridiculous market share, like eight plus catches in every single game. I'm going to lower it to seven. I'm going to say over seven catches, seven or more in every game for the rest of this season. And it's not like Jacksonville is really good defensively, but they have not played a lot of elite wide receivers when you look at their schedule, like wide receiver ones. The last two that they played were Devontae Adams in week nine and Michael Pittman in week six. And respectively, that pair had 10 catches on 17 targets for 146 and two touchdowns for Devontae Adams. And Michael Pittman put up 13 catches on 16 targets for 134. So I would not be shocked if the 35% target market share that Amon Ross St. Brown has seen the last four games gets him like an eight catch 120 yard game with a touch. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I would love to see that, too, if I'm being honest. 7100 for what he brings to the table, just not... That's that's good for the volume that yeah, he is getting like in that it. offense is great. A couple of wide receivers that we like here on top of Garrett Wilson and Amon Ross St. Brown, like Mike and Al just said, Terry McLaurin, $5,800 taking on the Giants. Christian Watson is only $5,200. Obviously, mm-hmm. we're going to wait and see how that touchdown regression works out, Mike. But $5,200 is so mm-hmm. cheap for a guy that's getting targeted by Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's maybe their number one now. Devontae Adams, $8,700 taking on the Chargers. Christian Kirk in that Lions game, $6,300. Mike Williams, if he is back this week, sub 6 k That is such a good price for Mike Williams. Tyree Kill, $8,800. You can always throw Tyree Kill with the volume that he gets in there. Taking on a tough 49ers defense. Keenan Allen, $6,500 again against Las Vegas. And Jamar Chase, you talked about Joe Burrow. If you wanted to match him up, $7,900 against the Kansas City Chiefs. Only two teams on a bye, like we have said, a bunch, which means basically the full gamut of players mm-hmm. is available to us here this yeah. week, Mike Clay. Yep. All right, let's talk some tight ends, where one of the only tight ends that it's been consistent throughout the season has been Pat Firemuth, yeah. someone that we've ranked inside our top eight. And here we are again, $4,300 against an Atlanta team that can be beat. Uh-huh. So I went with the six-priced quarterback, the six-priced running back, okay. and the six-priced tight end. All right. Pat Fryermuth, 4,300. Just a number that still feels a little too low. Career high, 12 targets last week. He has at least seven in seven of his 10 games this season. Now, he hasn't scored a touchdown since week two. It's been a while, but he does still have 12 or more fantasy points in five games this season. Those touchdowns will follow if he continues to get this sort of volume. As for the matchup, well, Falcons 10th most fantasy points to tight ends this season. 
They've only allowed, again, two touchdowns, but they've allowed the third most catches. So as long as he's seeing those six, seven, eight, nine targets, yep. he's going to catch a lot of passes and pay off this 4,300 price point. I like it. Like you said, he's been, as far as tight ends go, yes. He's had a decent floor. As far as tight ends go, he has mm-hmm. been as utilized almost as much as anyone else not named Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. He's, he's right where you're at. David Njoku, Al Zeidenfeld, mm-hmm. is another tight end that we have seen some stuff from so far this year. And now he has a new quarterback under center with Deshaun Watson, only $3,900 against the Houston Texans this week. So we've seen some stuff from David Njoku. We certainly have. I like that. A good explanation for what we've seen. What we've seen is at least six targets in six of his last seven games. The one that he didn't get there was two weeks ago, which was his first game back from injury, and he played less snaps and ran less routes because they were easing him back in. He has gotten a ton of volume, and he's sitting under 4K on DraftKings. Now, I do think that the Browns are still going to be a run-the-football team, also possibly against Houston in this spot, who is one of the teams we want to stream running backs against, but... They do have that upgrade under center. I could see their run-pass mix moving more towards the pass with Deshaun Watson under center as opposed to Jacoby Brissett, who did well this year. Like, I did not expect Jacoby Brissett to be as efficient as he has been, and he's really helped David Njoku and Cooper have good weeks, like in, you know, whether it was Cooper at home or Njoku pretty much anywhere. Now we get an upgrade at quarterback. Much higher touchdown expectancy for everybody in this passing game. Joku included, but he has that really high floor and can pay off that 3,900 salary without wandering into the painted area. But if he does, he's going to be a big time smash. Yeah. David Joku, someone that we've talked about and we both like this week too, mm-hmm. Mike, with all the things that Al just said, not a whole lot to add there. A couple of other qu- quarterbacks, tight ends that we like every week is a Travis Kelsey week. Uh, of course. In, in case you were wondering, $7,900 against Cincinnati. And Tyler Higby. Uh, you cross him off now. This uh, was pre-Matthew uh, Stafford news. So good news. Uh, let's not, we're not, I don't think we're going to mess with Higby. 3,700 isn't awful, but he had zero catches last week with Bryce Perkins under center. So let's shy away from that. One. Yeah, without Matthew Stafford there, I think I'm in the same yeah, boat I mean, as four, you. You could pay what? 600 more to get to Friermuth, right? And yeah. Joku's 39. He's only 200 more. You're going that direction. All right. Let's look at our week 13 head-to-head lineups. So Mike okay. Clay, I'll let you go first. All right, let's go. Going Joe Burrow, of course, add quarterback Damian Pierce. We talked about him. I'm, I'm buying low, essentially. Here. I'm going to go with Pierce. Travis Etienne as well. Barely played last week. He got injured early. They kept him out for precautionary reasons, but we expect him to play. I'm also going to go with the third running back, Josh Jacobs, in the flex this week. Wide receivers, Terry McLaurin. Back, same thing as last week. I got McLaurin and Garrett Wilson just like last week. Still priced too low. Christian Watson at 5,200. And uh, Pat Fryermuth with tight end. Houston defense punting a little bit there at 2,300. That's not that's not a bad lineup. I mean, Josh Jacobs, Damian Pierce, and Travis Etienne, those, are, again, and you've been doing this, it feels like, all year long, the volume that you're able to get from the running back position is just huge yeah, here. Which is totally fine in cash. I'll take that all day. We're Absolutely. trying to beat, you know, trying to win those 50-50s. That's right. All right, that's not a bad lineup, Mike Clay. My week 13 lineup also includes Joe Burrow. It's hard not to at $6,900. I've mm-hmm. got Travis Etienne as well, but I've got Aaron Jones. Okay. $6,900 taking on the Bears. I'm also going with Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. $7,900 first week back against the Chiefs. I got Garrett Wilson as well, $5,300. With Mike Williams, sub 6K, hoping he's healthy. I will check that as we get closer to game time. Hayden Hurst in that same Cincy game, $3,500. Mm-hmm. And then Zay Jones at 4900 After the last two weeks that he has had, with Trevor Lawrence, sub 5K, taking on the Detroit Lions, taking a little bit of a dart throw here with Zay Jones, and then I'm punting with the Titans defense at 2,200 because I didn't have any money left. Okay, I like it. All right, and a reminder, go check out Mike Clay's 
uh, DFS breakdown, both for DraftKings, for FanDuel, for everything. We can go through it. It's an E-plus article that gives you all of the values, great values, good values, yeah, it's average just about, values. It's charts for each yeah. position. It just shows our projections with the price point and which are the best values based on our projections. So you can scroll through. If you don't like the guys we're talking about, go That's find right. your own. Go find some other people. All right, Al Zeidenfeld, give us your tournament lineup. So I wanted to break some rules here. What? Uh, I'm still doing things with a double stack, but I'm breaking some of the rules. I've okay. got uh, Justin Herbert double stack. I'm playing this as though Mike Williams is not going to be in. If he is, obviously, I'll adjust. So Herbert to Eckler and uh, Carter, who has done very well as the wide receiver three there since uh, Keenan Allen has come back. We're going to bring that back with Josh Jacobs because like, he's really, really good at football right now, and I want to get him into this lineup. So two running backs from the same game and stacking a quarterback with his running back. Amon Ross St. Brown and Zay Jones as a secondary stack. I've got Quez Watkins in here who has three straight games in double digits mm-hmm. on DraftKings since uh, Goddard has been yep. out. He's played a lot more snaps and run a lot more routes. David Njoku, the aforementioned tight end that we just spoke about. And I've got the Steelers D just to make it work because I'm willing to punt defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the Watkins call in tournaments. I was wondering, you know, we kind of wondered how uh, will things change with Goddard out. And it's it changed by them just not targeting the tight ends like at all. Yeah. That might be one tight mm-hmm. uh, target a game. Those have gone to Quez Watkins, to your point. He's playing more. He's seeing more volume. The target shares are up. Uh, Devonta Smith has has benefited as well. And we also saw Miles Sanders get three targets last week. So we've definitely seen a big philosophy shift where other teams might just target the backups. You know, all those targets might just go to the backups. Has not been the case for the Eagles. Credit to them getting an explosive player like Watkins involved. I mean, basically nothing has been average for the Eagles. Like, you guys have just been awesome this yeah. year across the board. So mm-hmm. it's pretty fantastic. Yeah, doing a great job. They really have as a football team. All right. That's it. That's going to do it for our Week 13 CSS DFS podcast. Again, follow him at Al Zeidenfeld on Twitter and check out smizzle.tv slash links for everything that Al does outside of this podcast. Follow at Mike Clay NFL. I am at Daniel Dopp. We love you guys. Don't forget to love each other. Please be kind to yourself and everybody else. We'll see you on Friday for the season long show. See ya. It's no secret, not a mystery. The one that we depend on for all our podcast needs. Graduate, full sell you, Alliance fan through and through, with the hippest beard, I'm telling you.